Let's start with that squeaking. It's going to sound like I'm farting, and that's just not hot. Oh, my chair does the exact same thing. <laughs> Isn't it awkward? Every time I go on, like, Instagram Live, I sit on my chair and they're like, oh, my God, Carla just farted. I'm like, I didn't. It was the chair, I promise <laughs> You're like, you. you would fucking know, bitch. <laughs> it <wasn't> me. <laughs> What's up, good bitches? I'm Jules Rangiheyue. And I'm Jodie Clark, and welcome to Good Bitch. This week we have the most gorgeous Gronk we've ever laid eyes on, the hilarious Carla from Bankstown. Hey! Hi, gorgeous grunks. How are you? So good. Not as good as you because you just look fantastic. GBs will obviously put this on socials, but Carla joins us today in uh, um, like a Nicki Minaj pink candy floss wig. Oh, a snatched, contoured. You, you GBs know we don't know about makeup, so I'm not. I'm going about to butcher this. Carla. Talk our listeners through what the situation is right now. I am just living my best life. Clearly. Thank we can, you. We can so see that. Basically, I woke up I woke up this morning and I just looked exactly like this. I don't know what you are talking about with makeup. There's no makeup. This is my real hair. My hair always looks this good. Um, Nicki Minaj could never, period. Um, and that's it. You know what this reminds me of is when you go and sleep in a new guy's house and you wake up like half an hour before they wake up and you go and do a bit of a zhoosh in the bathroom and then you pretend you're asleep again and you're like, oh, wow, I just woke up like this. I love that. That's the best move ever. Bro, I do that. That is like, that's like my go-to move. I never leave the house without an entire train makeup case, bro, without 10 different wigs, but because, you know, I need to look good in the mornings, but I look like Shrek in the morning. So I go from like Shrek and then I look like Princess Fiona when she's like hot, you know, that's, that's me. That's my, that's my aesthetic right now. Princess I love Fiona, that. We love that. Celebrity Apprentice, congrats. How the fuck did that come about? I know her. So exciting. Bro, listen, but, you know, I I am a huge Channel 9 fan, bro. Me and Tracy Grimshaw, we go way back, bro. Riding horses on her property, this, that. Going shopping for jeans and all this shit, whatever the fuck she wears, bro. And, um, you know, I was just being a gronk at home, doing, you know, doing the bare minimum, really. Because, like, I'm just in my room making fun of fucking politics and shit. Because I fucking hate politics, bro. And then out of nowhere, I get this email that's like... Carla, um, we'd really like for you to give us a call. We have an opportunity for you. I'm like, uh, all right. Oh, my God. Am I going to be like a star? Like, am I going to be in like a porno or something? Like, what am I going to do? And then uh, I called this lady and she's like, you know, we really want you to be on um, the new season of Celebrity Apprentice. And I was like, what? Me? What are you talking about me? Oh, my God. Like, it was the most surreal thing because originally the email that I got was from Warner Brothers. And I know that RuPaul's Drag Race Down Under is part of Warner Brothers Australia. So I was like, holy shit, they're going to ask me to be on Drag Race. I can't sew. I can't walk in heels, bro. I look like Shrek, bro. That's not going to happen. And then it was Celebrity Apprentice. I was like, oh, it's all right. Even better. I'm being hotter on Channel 9. Who cares? Are you so excited? Because you must have filmed this a while back. Like, are you just like, come on, let's go, let's go. I we So we finished filming like December last year. And ever since then, I've literally just been like, when is it coming out? What is happening? I think Channel 9 hates me because I just keep, I keep asking them like, bro, when's it coming out? Like, 
when are we going to do this? And I have a feeling it's, I think it's coming out like May. I think that's like the vibe that I'm getting, like end of May. Um, I just wanted to hurry up and come out because I want to see what I look like because I know I look good, but like I just want to make sure that I look good. You know what I mean? You probably look incredible and high definition, doll. Right. They asked me, they're like, Carla, would you like to do your own makeup for the show? And um, at first I was like, ah, oh, fuck yeah, bro. I'm going to do my own makeup. I'm going to look so hot. I'm going to look stunning. And then I'm thinking to myself, I looked at my one of my call times uh, for an episode we were filming was like 4.30 in the morning. And I was like, absolutely not am I doing my makeup at 4.30. Bro, I'm just getting home from the club <laughs> at that time. I don't have time to wear makeup. No, 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 no. So they've got a makeup artist for me. His name's Pablo. He is incredible, bro. So picture this, but like a thousand times more hotter, if that's even humanly possible. But that's what I look like. I look so good. Well, we, we are so, so excited for you. Um, amazing show. We will loop back on that, but mm-hmm. we do want to head straight into our main topic, don't we, Jules? Because yes. we've got so, so much to ask you, doll. Oh, my God, talk to me. What is it? Every episode we kick off with the same questions. What is your love language? So I actually didn't know what a love language was. I thought it was like, you know, like sex <laughs> and uh, like bondage. And, like, all that <laughs> shit. like I had no fucking clue what that was talking about, bro. Some like, spiritual shit. I don't know, bro. So I had to Google it. I did the quiz online and apparently my love language is words of affirmation. Do you like dirty talk, Carla? Do do you need it to hear it? Bro, I love dirty talk, bro. Like that is, oh my God, it gets me so, my nipples are so hard right now thinking about it. And I just, I love dirty talk, bro. Like that is, you know, tell me I'm beautiful. Tell me I'm a dirty bitch, bro. Whatever the fuck you want, just do it. I don't care. Right? It's so hard to come across as well. I feel like people are so scared of it. I'm like, no, tell me whose pussy is this? <laughs> we need to know. I need to know. Bro, take control. Tell me. Like, but then the thing is, like, afterwards, after you do all this dirty talk, there's always that like feeling after everything's done where you're like, fuck, did I really just say that to somebody? Like, oh my god, ew, gross. And you just have like like that instant regret for like five seconds and you're like, nah, I'm moving on now, whatever. Love that energy. <laughs> Carla, before we get into the absolute icon that everyone knows as Carla from Bankstown, we want to get to know the man behind it all. Introduce us to Ben James. Where did you grow up? What kind of childhood did you have? Start from the beginning. So basically... um. I am Ben. Hello. Hello, everybody. Gorgeous, gorgeous, good bitches watching. Um, So basically, Carla is like, I guess for me, it's like an alter ego. A lot of people... I, I know, um, like, I, I do a lot of voices. I do a lot of characters. Like, growing up, I've always been, like, the class clown. I've always just been, like, so stupid. And my parents are just always, like, if you can get paid to be a fucking idiot, then go for your life and do it. So I feel like I'm, like, living the dream right now, just, you know, being being stupid on the internet and, you know, making a name for myself. But um, Carla just came from, like, observing a lot of people. Like, I grew up in Bankstown. I still live in the area. So, um, but yeah, like my friends and I, we used to people watch and we were sitting at McDonald's in Bankstown one night and these two girls came up to us and they were like head to toe Adidas, like amazing, perfect representation of what the West is. And they literally came up to us and they're like, say, have you got, have you got two bucks? And I was like, no, I don't have $2. Sorry. sorry. And then she's like, yeah, but I want to get an ice cream. Do you have one buck? And I was like, bro, if I don't have one, $2, I don't have $1. 
Like, get the fuck out of here. So literally as I walked away, my friend was like, okay, Ben, what's her, what's that girl's name? What's her story? And I was like, that's Carla from Bankstown. She's a gronk. And it literally just like developed from there. And yeah, it's just completely taken off and become this like massive thing now. So now I've got to stick with it. And unfortunately drag is, um, it is a fun thing, but wearing makeup for like hours and hours on end is not, not the tea. It's not fun. <laughs> so like all good things in life, you, the birth of Carla from Bankstown was over basically the soft serve machine at McDonald's. What a love story. Literally. That's exactly right. Yeah. It's like, it was a match made in heaven. And now like, you know, later on in life, I've realized that I'm actually lactose intolerant. So I can't even eat ice cream anymore. So that's great too. Same here, doll. I feel your pain. The amount of times I've shat myself around Jules, the pool thing. Honestly. She always goes to the sour cream with the nachos. I'm like, bitch, you're just trying to like imprison me at this point. That is such a cool, cool story. And we have so many beautiful queer GBs and listeners who will be so relieved, so relieved. Um, to have you on. If it's not too invasive, Carla, can you share your coming out story to our listeners? It was such a weird situation because, I mean, I've always been the same person. Like, Ben has always been this, like, loud and kind of, like, extra and kind of, like, uh, fabulous, I guess, as Carl would say, like person. So for me coming out, like I was always very scared to come out to my family. Um, like my dad is very traditional with that kind of stuff. And I've never really thought what, like I, I was always so scared of what he would say um, because, you know, he was always like to me, you have to get married and start a family and get a wife and have kids and all that, you know, stereotypical like heterosexual stuff that people instill into us when we're young. So for me, I was always like, fuck, like, I don't like girls. I like boys. What am I going to do? <laughs> How the fuck am I going to do this? So um, I think I came out to my sister first and she was absolutely fine with it. She was just like, oh my God, I love you probably a thousand times more now knowing that you're, you know, you're queer and all that kind of stuff. So um, yeah. And then I came out to my mum uh, maybe a year after that. And she was just like, Ben, I always knew your favourite uh, girl group when you were growing up was the Spice Girls. You used to play with your sister's Barbie dolls. You used to try and walk around in my high heels, bitch. It's fine. Like, <laughs> I know it's it's perfect. It's fine. Um, and actually, funny story, I only came out to my dad like maybe a month ago. I know that sounds really, really weird, but I literally only just came out to my dad like properly for me to say the words to him that I'm gay literally a month ago. Wow. Congrats. Such a huge deal. Thank As in, you. It, I mean, it shouldn't be a huge deal, but I mean, emotionally for you, sorry. So fuck, congrats. We have so many listener questions. I mean, we're two yeah. hetero, you know, women and we have so many questions being like, guys, what do I do? I'm trying to come out. So people are clearly, yeah. they want to hear stories like this. So we're so appreciative of you sharing that with us today. Thank you. I mean, like I, I came out, I came out to him because like, obviously like filming Celebrity Apprentice, there was a lot of uh, questions about me and about Carla and about how Carla came about and obviously me being gay and, you know, representing the queer community on such a major television network. So for me, it was just like, I need to have this conversation with my dad now because if he watches a show and I'm just like, oh yeah, I'm gay, woo! And he's going to be like, why the fuck didn't you tell me? I'm going to be like kicked out of the house because I didn't tell him. So 
it was something that I had to do and I was dreading it. But as soon as I saw the promotion on TV, like the ad for Celebrity Apprentice, I was like, fuck, I need to tell my dad because he's going to like be not upset that I'm, I'm gay, but upset that I didn't feel like I could tell him. And he took it so well. He was just like, okay, cool. Like, that's fine. And then literally as soon as I told him, we were actually going out that night and he was like, okay, well, can you, do you know anywhere that I can go and get my eyebrows done? Cause I need to get my eyebrows done. I was like, oh, fuck yeah, let's go. <laughs> I oh love it. You just touched on it slightly then. Um, but I want to talk about how it must be important for you to be able to see Carla from Bankstown on TV. I mean, we haven't seen a full-figured person of colour in drag from Western Sydney on mainstream television in quite some time. I don't want to say ever in case I'm, you know, uh, stepping on someone's toes, but, like, you need to see people who I'm sure you didn't growing up. Look, I mean, when I got asked to do it, I was just kind of like, this is so surreal to me because... I've I've always wanted to be on TV and I've always wanted to do like something to do with me being on TV because I've I just love comedy and I love making people laugh and all that kind of stuff and then obviously to be asked to be on this show and then being in drag and then you know being uh you know my my dad's from Fiji he's uh, Fijian Samoan so being like I guess like a person of color that's on TV and being a bigger person it's just like fitting into all those categories and it's like it's never really been done um a few of the producers uh on the show were just like you like one of them um He's he's queer, he's gay, and he was just like, you are changing the fucking game right now. Like, this is hasn't been done before. This is fucking iconic. You are just going to be changing so many lives. I'm like, fuck, like, in a way, it's kind of like it's a big responsibility, but at the same time, like, I, I love it because I want to be that voice for people that are ashamed of themselves or feel like they can't be themselves. So that's that's where this whole Carla character came about and that's why I'm so proud of myself for being on the show and doing all this stuff. Like, it's just it's going to be a game changer for sure. Well, it's definitely not lost on us at all. It was one of the first things Jules and I talked about when we wanted to have you on is how important your representation is. So thank you so much thank for you. that. And it's, it's probably worth noting as thank well, you. on that note, for much of history, drag queens have always been men. I wanted to talk to you about this. But we now have, you know, cisgender and trans women, as well as non-binary people also performing in drag. What is your personal take on inclusion in the drag community? As we know, it can be quite a controversial topic. Drag queens, I feel like, have like one of the hardest jobs in the world because we're trying to you know, we're trying to please all these people and we're trying to, you know, learn lyrics to songs and we're trying to learn dance moves and get costumes and wear makeup for like, you know, 10, 15 hours, you know, a night and all this kind of stuff. And I'm all for everybody doing drag. I think drag is such a powerful thing because for me, it's like when you put the wig on and you put the makeup on, it just kind of transforms you into like, you know, every insecurity that you have, that I have personally, Carla doesn't have. So I try and emulate my myself as Carla in my everyday life. And, you know, I, I know a few um, cis, like a, AFAB drag queens um, signed female at birth. Um, so Peach, uh, Peaches Rosé, she's one uh, Sydney queen who is fucking incredible at what she does. There's Spacey as well. She's another one, like amazing. And it's just, it's so good to see that, we're including everybody because it, it shouldn't be just limited to men doing 
dragged. You know what I mean? Like we should be inclusive of everybody. We shouldn't be, you know, judging people just because they're transgender. It's like, oh, but you have an advantage because you look more like a woman. So you shouldn't be doing drag. That's, that's not, that's not it at all. Like if you enjoy it, we should be celebrating that. We shouldn't be pushing people away and being like, no, that's not true. You shouldn't be doing that. Like it just, I, I get really angry sometimes because I feel like our community, so much shit has happened to us, you know, over the course of like the last 50, 60 years of queer history and we should be closer than ever within the community but there's still people who are you know don't like trans people that are in the community who don't accept you know that they're doing drag and all that kind of stuff so we still have a long way to go but I feel like it needs to be more we we need more female drag queens because everyone should be doing drag if, if people want to wear a fucking wig and makeup bitch then fucking do it honestly like it's so much fun Oh, huge good bitch energy. We love it. So well spoken. We love that answer. Love it. We're going to switch to listener questions. So feel free to answer as Ben or as Carla. I will give you the heads up. I think post uh, after the ad will be very Carla based because it's very like who do do we fucking hate vibes. (laughs) (laughs) So listener says we're going to start very, very hot. Who was your least favourite person on Celebrity Apprentice? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, fuck me, bro. I knew, you know what? I knew this question was coming because I just, you know me, bitch. I'm a mouthy bitch. I don't, you know, if people fucking piss me off, I'm going to tell you straight to your face. But um, I don't know. Like, I, I enjoyed everyone's company. I think as a group, we all gelled well together. I think individually there was a few little bits here and there where I, you know, people, I didn't get along with certain people. Um, I'm just trying to think, like, should I be a bitch and just say the name? Because I really just, like, I couldn't be fucked, really. Please. This is good bitch, babe. You do. When you do say our ex-boyfriend's names on air, we're like, he was fucking shit at head. So. You do whatever you want to do on this show, babe. So I would say the person that I probably, I mean, look, I don't have anything against this person. Um, I think they are a lovely person, but the person that I really didn't get along with that well was probably Ronnie from The Block. For me personally, I just didn't like his energy. You'll see it on the show what I mean. Like when you say it, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. But it was just like there was a bit of a difference like on camera and off camera. And that really pissed me off. Because if you're gonna be if you're gonna be a bad bitch, bro, be a bad bitch 110 fucking percent, 24-7, bro. Don't switch it on, switch it off, bro. If that's who you are, then fucking deal with it and do it the full way through. Don't fucking switch the game up. Whenever you feel like it. Do you know what I mean? We always say, say it with your say chest. Say it with your chest. Just come on, say it. On, fuck, it's, it's on site. Like the next time we see you, it's on site. <laughs> <laughs> now we, we, have a, we have an online question here, Carla. The GBs want to know, how do you deal with the homophobic gronks online? I want to start drag, but I feel like I'm not witty enough with my comebacks and it's making me nervous to put myself out there. We've got some, some scared GBs. They want your advice. Bro, first of all, I I don't give a flying fuck what people think about me, and that's on period, bro. People should not care what you what other people think about them because you know what? Like Lady Gaga says, there could be ninety nine people in the room and one bitch is gonna fucking hate on you, bro. Who fucking cares, bro? Like if if that's something that you want to do and you want to do drag, 
go ahead and do it. It doesn't matter if you're not witty or anything like that. Like that just comes with the gig. That just comes with, you know, learning and being in the clubs and learning how to communicate with different drag queens and you pick up different things from different people. And, you know, I like to surround myself with people who, who lift me up and who make me feel good about myself. And that's what, that's what you should be doing too. If, if you want to do drag, bro, fucking do drag. And if people want to fucking talk shit, just remember Carla always says, talk shit, get fucking hit, bro. Pull up. It's on site, bro. Meet me in the car park after Macca's, bro. I'll fucking knock you out. Period. <laughs> what star sign is Carla? What star sign is Carla? It's got to be a fucking Aries. <laughs> Um, Carla is a Scorpio. Oh, oh that makes she's, a Scorpio ho. Yeah, she's Scorpio a Scorpio ho. ho. All right. Hey, Carla. I'm from a small country town and have just moved to Sydney. Now that I'm finally free from the shackles of my hometown, I'd like to start meeting cute boys. Where the fuck do I go or how do I put myself out there? P.S. Are you single? <laughs> First of all, uh, yes, I am single. I'm very single. I'm very nimble and I'm very horny. So period, like get get me up there, bro. I will do anything you want me to do, bro. And if you got money, that's an extra plus. Thank you very much. Um, cut the check. Don't forget to sign your name. And um, yeah, but look, honestly, Dating guys is a fucking joke, bro. Especially in Sydney, bro. Everyone's fucking up themselves. Everybody's trying to gaslight this person and fucking be a gronk. And, you know, I I use dating apps sometimes. You know, I would suggest maybe don't go on Grindr. Grindr is um, a bit of a cesspool of men, bro. All they want to do is, like, you know, they just want to fuck. That's it. Like, I literally go on Grindr sometimes and something will pop up and it won't even be like, hi, how are you today? It'll literally just be like, where the fuck are you? I want to fuck you. Or, like, just send me a picture of your, your asshole. I don't want that. No, thank you. Buy me dinner first, bro. Wine and dine and then 69. That's how it goes. That's gorgeous. That's a beautiful thing. That's just romance. That is a beautiful thing. Who is your dream date? Let's put the vibe out now. Who is your absolute dream date? (sighs) I mean, like a celebrity... Um, I, you know what? I would have to say I am absolutely obsessed with um, Brent from Maths. Ooh. And if he wants to date me, bro, oh, bro. He follows us. So we might, like, we, oh we can God. pop that on socials. He's so hot in real life, Carl. We got you, boo. We got you. Bro, I was bloody fizzing myself. He's so gorgeous. Uh, can I ask a question? What is he? What does he smell like? Rich. Like, because I just have this feeling that he smells like Dior Sauvage. Rich. Like, what does he smell like? He smells expensive. He, he smells, smells rich. He smells Eastern Suburbs doll. And you know what? So well put together. Oh, Brent, if you're listening to this, bro, um, I am single. I do anal. Um, whatever you want, bro. Just let me know. I'm here. All right. Oh, Thank you. Matchmakers, we are Jones. That's just good. That's yeah, gorgeous. That happen. is. He'll definitely get that message too. He listens to good bitch. <laughs> We've got one more, one more uh, listener question from our GB. It's from one of our beautiful queer listeners, and they yep. say, "Carla, how do I make friends in the drag community? I've always been keen to test out my alter ego, but I'm worried my family and friends won't approve." So they want to make friends. They want to network. How? Where can they start? 
I would suggest, you know, going to just going to like all the local clubs in Sydney where all the drag stuff's happening. You know, you've got Universal and they do like, you know, drag shows where, you know, amateur drag queens can come out and perform for people and all that kind of stuff. Like go to Universal, go to Stonewall. Um, All those places are just filled with so many fun and exciting people that love drag queens and that love all that stuff. So me personally, I am not, I wouldn't say like, I am like a Sydney drag queen in the way that I don't go to the club and I don't perform and all that kind of stuff. It's more like a character, alter ego, hanging out in the room, you know, just chit-chat this, that, whatever. But I would say, you know, just be yourself and people will love you no matter what because everybody, you know what, and if all else fails, bro, go to a straight bar where there's a bachelorette party because straight girls love drag queens, they love gay people, bro, and you'll be their best friend forever, period. We can say that it. from experience. Yeah, <laughs> where where we are, those cringy girls that sit at the front and go, "Yes, queen, that's fucking us." <laughs> yeah, our, our second home's the Imperial Doll. Oh, Imperial, go off, <laughs> go off, go off. Oh, GBs, I'm gonna oh. take us to break, but stay with us because we've got a fuck, marry, kill. We've got some fucking hot, hot questions, and Carla from Bankstown is gonna tell us something she's never told anyone before. Stay with us and follow your gals at Good Bitch Pod. We'll be right back. All right, good bitches, you're back with Jules, Jodes, and our fabulous special guest, Carla from Bankstown. Hello. We're going to go straight into our rapid fire round. Are you ready for fuck, marry, kill, Carla? I was born ready for fuck, marry, kill. Let's go. Fuck, marry, kill. Gladys, ScoMo, or Pauline Hansen. Fuck, marry, kill. Fuck me, bro. All right. Um, I would look. I would marry. I'd marry Gladys because you know her and I are besties. So I'll just marry her. I would kill Pauline Hanson because she's a dumb, dirty, prosy rat dog, bitch, slut, rat dog. And I'd probably have to fuck Scomo, but it would be like a hate fuck. You know when you like you break up with your boyfriend and you fucking hate him, but you have the sex is amazing. That's what I'd do to Scomo. I'd hate fuck Scomo. <laughs> I think we'd all hate fuck Scomo. Oh. All right, let's go into our maths hose. Fuck, marry, kill. You've got to. Mara, Olivia, or Carolina? Bro, that's like the fucking, that's like, <laughs> can I kill them all, bro? That's like, um, I think I called them the Mary, Mary Kate and Ashley fuckwits, bro, because they're all fucking the same as each other. Oh, fuck, I don't know. I feel like I'd probably fuck uh, Carolina because I feel like she is a bit of a freak in the sheets. I would kill Olivia um, because she's a gronk and I think everyone would probably have the same answer and I guess I'd have to marry Tamara but um, I'd have to let her know that I work in retail as well so she can't be horrible to me or otherwise I'm getting a divorce. Sorry. <laughs> Beautiful answer. The Kardashian Toy Boys, Fuck, Marry, Kill, Pete Davidson, Tristan Thompson, Travis Barker. Oh, my God, right? This is... Okay, so I'm going to say I would definitely fuck Travis. He looks like he is like... I don't I don't know, but you know what? I've, I've noticed that skinny guys have the biggest fucking dicks in the world. So 100%, I'm going with fucking Travis. He's going to fuck me. We're going to fuck all night. I'm going to marry... Um, Tristan, uh, you know what? I'd probably, I'd probably kill Tristan because he's he's a fucking gronk to Corey, mm-hmm. uh, to not Corey to Chloe. Bro. <laughs> See, I just get them all mixed up, bro. And um, I, I'd marry the other one, Pete Davidson, Kim Kardashian's boo. He also has a big dick. Uh- 
yeah, he has a big dick too, so I'd marry him and then we'd have sex all night, but he has to wear deodorant because he kind of looks like he stinks a little, just a little bit, like a bit musty, you know? (laughs) (laughs) All right, now, 2022 Celebrity Apprentice cast. Fuck, Mary kill. You've got Benji Marshall, Mark Boris, Samantha Jade. (laughs) Can I just preface this by saying I am the biggest Samantha Jade fan. I love Benji Marshall. I love me some Sammy Jade. Samantha Jade, like her and I, we are... Like, when I went on the show, I had absolutely no idea who was going to be on this show. Like, they were just like, the first episode we're filming, everyone gets to meet, you get to meet everyone for the first time. And I was like, fuck, who the fuck is going to be on this show? And then as I walk in and I see Samantha Jade standing there, I was like, get fucked out of town, bro. She's a fucking gay icon, bro. I adore her. Her and I, we are besties now. We text each other all the time. We call each other all the time, bro. And I just... Oh, I love Samantha Jade, bro. She's very underrated in Australia. And we she's like Australia's Beyonce, really. Let's be honest. Let's be honest. Yeah, she's fucking amazing. Are we marrying her? Are we fucking her? <laughs> oh, we're killing her. All right. So I would say I would probably I would I would fuck Benji Marshall because it's it's Benji Marshall, bro. Like you have to. Come on, bro. And I feel like he's got he's he's got it, bro. If he can play like that on the field, bro, he can play it in the bed. Like, let's do it, 100%. I'll probably have to kill Mark Boris, um, and I'd probably marry Sammy J. Hey. Love that, love that. That makes a lot of sense. I like, I, like sense. Those, I like those pickings. Yes. Carla from Bankstown, we end every interview with the same question. What's something you've never told anyone before? Oh, my God, bro. Um... That's a very hard question because I'm an open book, bro. Like, I leaked my own sex tape at one point. So I'm just trying to, like, think if there's anything that, you know, I haven't told anybody. Um, I have never, I've never done, um, I've never done anal. What? I've never done it. <laughs> I've never done anal, bro. Um, and that that's it. That's I think that's what um what people don't know about me. Maybe either that or um I'm very, very good at giving blowjobs. If that if that's another one too, maybe if people don't know. Maybe they will. Anyone listening out there that wants a blowjob, I'm g- very good at it. Look at you advertise. Anything else you need to let our single single queer listeners know? Anything else you're good at? Wristies, go off, go off. Oh, listen, so I will, I'll tell you a funny story. One time I was actually on this dating app and this guy messages me and he's like, you're so hot, you're sexy, I love, I love fat girls. And I was like, <laughs> first of all, don't don't say that f word to me, please. Shut the fuck up. Anyway, I was like, yeah, what do you want? But and he asked me if I would go to Woolworths, get one of those caramel chocolate mud cakes from Woolworths, bring it to his house, put it on his stomach, and then squish the cake on his stomach, and he would pay me two hundred dollars for it. I mean, that's just easy money. That I feel is. like I've done a lot worse for a lot less. Do you still have his phone number? Listen, it was. It was the easiest $200 that I've ever made in my life. And I got to eat the cake too, bro. You know that saying, you can't have your cake and eat it too, bitch. I had the cake and I ate it too. And I got $200, bro. And I got some dick. So suck my ass. That's gorgeous. That that beautiful, beautiful notes. Carla, thank you so much for being with us. Where can our GBs find you? You can find me all over the internet, bro. You can find me on Instagram, at Carla from Bankstown, TikTok, at Carla from Bankstown, on Twitter, Carla from Bankstown, bro. Um, catch me on Celebrity Apprentice coming up. 
I've got some new music coming out very soon, and I'm going to be all over your TV screens, bro. I'm like an STD, bro. You can't get rid of me, but I'm going to be here for, for the long haul, bro. And that's on period. We love it. We love it. Thank you, GBs. Follow your gals at Good Bitch Pod. Thank you, guys. We'll fucking see you next Tuesday. Hey. 